hello, hello, and welcome to Release the Podcast, where our motto is letting go of things that hold you back. I am Cynthia Haynes. And I'm back, Harold Weaver. Yay. So today, we're going to be talking about internal rejection, Mm. which is still another piece I see as um, dealing with traumatic events Mm -hmm. that happen to um, individuals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the internal rejection could have happened still during during your childhood Mm -hmm. um, days or as you just um, matured and during life period, you might have experienced uh, rejection. But rejection, if not um, dealt with, can lead to devastating results, ending results, Mm -hmm. can also keep you bound and stop you from being able to process to something better or greater because of the internal rejection Mm -hmm. that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Since you didn't want to pass the baton like you normally do, I'm going to go ahead and take it anyway. Um, Internal rejection. Well, First and foremost, we decided to add the word internal because I felt like just the ejection alone was too broad of a topic to get started and not really know where we wanted to begin on it. So I thought that we needed to add internal so now we can specify exactly what we're talking about and where we're coming from. So internal rejection for us today is based on that rejection feeling you get inside, either as a child Um, As a teenager, as a friend, as an adult, it it could be so many different ways and forms that we can feel or have felt rejection. And this is what we want to talk on or talk about today and try to give some um, examples from um, experiences that we've had and that maybe someone out there can relate. and, And whatever we end up saying or talking about, that it can help someone to get out of this um, this condition that, you know, we, we have a habit of now calling it being stuck, mm-hmm. just being stuck somewhere where um, either you don't recognize you are or you haven't figured out a way to get out of. And even worse, trying to get out of it on your own. Mm-hmm. And this could be one of them topics where you are stuck and at the same time, not realizing how stuck, but not wanting help to even figure out that you've accepted it. That you've, you've found a way to live with it. And who wants that? Who wants to live with rejection? Who wants to live with the fact that they've accepted to have been rejected? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I'm sure I'm sure there's there's um, there's people out there that's wondering, where, where did this even come from? Why now? Well, we was having conversations about um, childhood and how all of us have been raised differently and all of us have been through different experiences because of that as a child, that sometimes, depending on those experiences, we've taken that all the way up to our adulthood stage. So that's how we got on the topic of rejection, because we both know of family members and friends that are still feeling rejected from a childhood stage. Mm -hmm. And this is why I say, you know what, this is a good one. This is the one that we need to jump on this week and elaborate if we can and just talk about how devastating rejection as a child Mm -hmm. can be for you as an adult, Mm -hmm. especially when whatever it is that you got rejected from Mm -hmm. or how many things Mm -hmm. that it can affect your adulthood mindset and the way you see yourself Mm -hmm. and you not even realize it. 
Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of what we do, a lot of what we say and the impression that we get, we don't see it. Right. We don't see it like sometimes we don't see it like it needs to be seen Mm -hmm. to either get better at it. Right. Mm -hmm. Take away from it or add to it. Mm -hmm. But you have to at the end of the day, you still got to own it in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. And just just owning rejection Mm -hmm. is owning it. But does it have to be seen as a rejection to own it? Right? Mm-hmm. Is it something that has to be rejected mm-hmm. for you to own it? Mm-hmm. Can it not be seen as something else? Can we call it something else so we can feel and see it as something else? I think so. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be rejected? I don't. Who wants to carry around that title or that mindset that they've been rejected and they're going to continue to be rejected? Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and and falling back on last week, that's that's another form of trauma. Yeah. It is. But it also has to be something that has to be recognized and acknowledged to do something about Mm -hmm. and not get to the point where um, you've gotten comfortable with it and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Is it? Why would rejection be okay for anybody? Right. Right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be okay. There's no way. And I wouldn't want anybody that I care about, friends, family, or even foe, to be okay with rejection because that can't lead to nothing else but something worse. Yeah. Who wants to do that? Who wants to do worse than being rejected? Mm-hmm. Come on, Sam. Mm-hmm. I just know the blows of rejection can be very devastating. And I remember, so a thought came to my mind while Harold was talking that I remember I was working at this one job. And at this time, um, I still was working under a um, thought process that what I did defined who I was. And so if I did bad in a thing, then I would beat up on myself because, like I said, that was my image and that's who my identity was, was what I did. And so I remember at working at this one particular job, which was a um, hospice position as a chaplain. And so the way that the position works was that, you know, you go see these people, you go to their homes, you go talk with them, you go visit with them. But even though the this was like a part of hospice as a service, it still was a numbers game. Mm-hmm. And so you can have patients that would say, yes, I'd like to see a chaplain. But then you would also have some patients would be like, no, I don't want to see one. Mm-hmm. And so whether, you know, you're aware of this or not, a lot of people sometimes they might have had bad experiences dealing with the religious um, images and so or leadership. And so. Um, or some people just didn't have no type of um, religious background mm-hmm. or preference. And mm-hmm. so, like I said, back to what I was saying, it was a number game. So you had to have been seeing so many people because it was a quota you had to meet. Well, I've been with the company for almost six months. And so I got they were they were transitioning and they were um, cutting some of the teams and making them less and then joining some together. And so with that, everybody was being divided up, sent different places or whatever. And so not knowing that they also were going to be letting people go, they won't downsize as well because they wasn't having as many people in the hospice or they were they were losing people in hospice because they were they were dying. So in the middle of this transition. Um, I got called in the office and all this time I'm sitting waiting, thinking that I'm about to be sent to another region. And mind you, I had been driving almost probably about an hour, an hour or more to get to work every day. 
So anyway, so I get called in the office and I'm thinking they're calling me to tell me that, okay, you're going to be assigned to this particular region. Well, no, that's not what they did. They said, well, based on the numbers, you know, the people that you were seeing, the numbers were low. Mm -hmm. And so we just determined that we're going to um, let you go mm -hmm. because your numbers were low or whatever. And so it was no, there was no um, warning, forewarning to know that this was going to happen. And the other thing that, that was traumatizing for me was that not only were you letting me go, but that same day, they um, wouldn't allow me to go to my desk. I had to have somebody to go and pack my stuff for me mm -hmm. and bring it to me. Mm -hmm. That's a form of rejection. For me, that was a form of rejection because I was being rejected because of my performance, which that's what I based my identity on. So I was crushed. I was so like shamed. I was um, embarrassed. Um, I didn't tell anybody for months that I had got letting go because I had never been fired mm -hmm. from a job mm -hmm. ever. And so I let that thing eat me up. To where I was like um, having lack of self-esteem in myself. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like I was just a failure. Mm -hmm. um, the the name of, of names can the list of names that I I you know thought of myself can go on and on and on. But it took me to um, I think I talked to a friend or something, and they had to remind me that that job didn't define who I was. You know, it was their loss, mm -hmm. you know, and it wasn't nothing of my doing that it happened. It mm -hmm. was just that's just what it was. Mm -hmm. And so I had to realize that um, that was not a reflection of who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. But I gave that example to say that, you know, if you're not careful, you can get yourself stuck in depression behind rejection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you if you internalize it and mm -hmm. take it in mm -hmm. and, and eat that as your meal. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're talking about this is to recognize when you had these situations and then once you had it to look at it, turn it around and look at it at a, at a different um, with a different eye mm -hmm. versus looking at it from you're sitting in the midst of it. That mm -hmm. makes sense. It does. It does. Let me say this. Um, I truly believe that some people never get to a place in their life where they feel like they've been enough. Mm. Or that they are enough. And that alone mm -hmm. can be something that can haunt you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for, if not majority of your life, your whole life. Mm -hmm. That alone could be something that you end up taking to your grave to never really understand how much better off you would have been had you gotten to that point mm -hmm. of knowing that you were enough. Because, again, it's one thing to say and it's another thing to believe. Right. And it's another thing to know. So this is a place where if you can or have you or if you've been, you can help somebody else get there. But if you can get to a place where you know you were enough, that you believe that you did all you can do and you have been all you could be to be enough, it's kind of hard to ever feel rejected again. Mm -hmm. How about that? Mm -hmm. Think about that. Mm -hmm. How could you be rejected by anything or anybody if you knew deep down inside, right, mm -hmm. that you were enough? 
right? Mm-hmm. When you know you're enough, mm-hmm. then you don't have to question your self-esteem, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to question anything concerning you because you know that you are enough or you were. And you keep your head up. Right. And you look for someone else you can share this experience. You look for someone else you can share this knowledge or the way you went about getting there. So maybe they can get there as well. Mm-hmm. It might be a different route, mm-hmm. but that road, trust me, there is no dead end. Right. Because you control it. Mm-hmm. Now I got to fall back on my favorite model. What's that? Mindset. Mm-hmm. Your mindset controls all that. Mm-hmm. Your mindset will tell you. Your mindset will have you believing whether or not you are enough. That's an individual, internal thing that will keep you away from rejection. Mm-hmm. Rejection is just a word once you get there. Mm-hmm. Then only you can decide whether accept it for what it says or what it means. Or whether or not it should be even used in the same sentence talking about you. Mm-hmm. Are you enough? Ask yourself that. The next, ten, the next opportunity you get, first chance you get, matter of fact, ask yourself, are you enough? Have you been and are you still enough? Mm-hmm. And watch what happens next, y'all. Mm-hmm. Trust me. This is not an overconfident thing. This is not something that you have to boast or brag about. This is an individual, right, internal question concerning rejection. Mm-hmm. Are you enough? Mm-hmm. Have you been enough? Can you be enough? Mm-hmm. These are questions you got to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because only you can answer can nobody else answer those questions for you? And they shouldn't because they're about you. Mm-hmm. Are you enough? Even if you wasn't at one time or felt that you could be at one time, that doesn't mean you still can't be mm-hmm. because you're still here to be something or somebody that could still be enough. Even if it's just for you, <laughs> even if being enough is enough for you and you're not hurting nobody, you're not doing nothing illegal. Trust me. Trust me. The rest of your life will be so much different, better, and happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hmm? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The world can't even, what's going on in the world can't even change that mindset. Right. Can't even change or take that from you. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you are enough to not be rejected by anybody mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. Come on, Sam. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, is um, how we talk about ourselves shows a lot about how we will respond to rejection. So if you've been told over and over again that you're not worth anything, that you're not anything, and you fed into the lie of believing that, then I think you need to start, I know you need to start changing your words. You need to start changing that thought that was already planted in your head. And you need to start telling yourself that you're worthy. You need to start telling yourself that you're better than whatever somebody said you were and that you are this um, somebody who is powerful, somebody who can take their life and change it and, and bring something good about. You know, you have to just change the way you see yourself and the way you think about yourself. Just because somebody told you something about yourself don't mean you have to accept it, like Harold said. Or believe it. Or believe it. Let me say this real quick before I get the mic back. Verbiage is everything. Think about that. Verbiage is key. Verbiage is everything. What does that mean? That means no matter what you're hearing or what you're saying, it's either going to be taken out of content or right where it needs to be. But when it comes to you or coming out of you, you control that. You can't control anybody else's opinion about you, 
right? Mm-hmm. You can't control anybody else's eyes, how they see you, mm-hmm. ears, how they hear you. Mm-hmm. But you control you. You can't control your mindset. You can't control your heart. You can't control your intentions, right? And just own your actions. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself. Ask yourself and then tell yourself that you are enough. Mm-hmm. And then own that. If you own that, the rest will fall into place on its own. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you own that, truly believe it to own it, everything else will fall into place mm-hmm. as it should mm-hmm. without little or no effort. Trust me on this one, fans. Trust me on this one. Come on, fans. Yeah, so I just, you know, we just wanted to drop this nugget about um, rejection because you might not even realize that you're even operating off of that Mm. planted seed of rejection. Mm. And then you're doing certain things or having certain behaviors and you're not even realizing where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. But you might want to go back and rethink it and reevaluate it and see, is it coming? Right. It's never too late. Is it coming from rejection? And then once you find out what it is, then do something about it. That's it. Uproot it. Get rid of it. Change your language. Change the way your mindset thinks about it. And then start new. Mm -hmm. And start planning new things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like we said, we just wanted to um, talk about this because I feel like it's a, um, it does happen. Mm -hmm. You know, people can try to um, put you in a mindset, place you in a position Mm -hmm. that they feel you should be in. Mm-hmm. But the key thing, like Harold says, you are in control. Mm-hmm. You can decide whether or not you let somebody speak in your life or not. Mm-hmm. And so you need to take your power back. Well, well, the biggest thing is these things normally happen early in life. Mm-hmm. And it happens so early that, you know, by the time you realize that it's happened, you convince yourself it's too late to fix and change. Yeah. And that's not true. Yeah. Because it's never too late. Mm-hmm. As long as we are given another day to breathe and operate mm-hmm. and be here then we've been given some more time to do something different. Yeah. Whether it be better or more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not for ourselves, if we've been given another day to do something else other than what we've done, it could be for somebody else. Right. And that might be all they need to get to that point that you've gotten to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I missed myself being here last week. Mm-mm. I'm trying to make up. Stop it. But we're talking to y'all from experience. Yeah. We're talking to y'all from stuff that not only... Uh, we've been taught, mm-hmm. right? But we read on, mm-hmm. and still, we still, we are still learning, mm-hmm. still to this day. Mm-hmm. We are still trying to be better. Mm-hmm. We're, still t- we're still trying to teach and talk about stuff that can get you to a better place. Yeah. But you got to be ready. Mm-hmm. You got to be willing. Mm-hmm. You got to be able. You got to be enough. Yep. You said that. So we're going to go ahead on and and close. <laughs> Carol came back trying to be strong on this on this uh, Stay podcast. Strong. Stay strong. So I'm just um, trying to get everybody else <laughs> to get strong with me. Okay. So, um, could you please close us in prayer? Is it my turn again? Mm-hmm, Let's mm-hmm, go, mm-hmm. Father God. Once again, we thank you for another great and awesome episode of Release It. This is what we do because you put us here to do it. We ask that you continue to not only let's cover us with your blood and your grace. We. We ask that you cover everybody that's going through these struggles of rejection still to this day, mm-hmm. whether it was yesterday or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're just here to, to, to pass on the message and the word that it's never too late to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Start with your mindset. Look in the mirror. Ask yourself the question. Have you been enough? Are you enough? Is it too late to still be? Mm-hmm. And I promise you that they will see the difference that you have shown us. In mm-hmm. Jesus name we pray.
Amen. <laughs> so reach out to us at releaseitpodcastgmail.com mm-hmm. and give us your comments or concerns. Leave us some reviews on the um, podcast link mm-hmm. so we'll know how we're doing. If there's any other topics you want us to talk about, please reach out and let us know. Mm-hmm. So until next week. Y'all already know we love y'all. We will be back together again as one mm-hmm. in a minute. In a minute. Peace. Peace. Oh, my God.